good evening. I mean, good morning. Good morning. Oh, man. It's so weird doing this in the morning. So. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit right, rough. Yeah. What up, Wednesday yeah. Wendigo Warriors? Warrior Wendigos? I don't I still haven't quite figured that out yet, but whatever. Um, <laughs> We're still recovering. <laughs> yeah. That too. That too. So. Um, so. <clears throat> Before we get into our recap and stuff and comic books and things, I uh, just want to thank everybody who came to the Warehouse Sale. Um, don't forget you get one more bonus day this Saturday, starting at noon, and it'll run till 11 p.m., and we are making a special box price of $200 plus tax just for this one event. Um, because this event also is Fear Fest. Fear Fest is um, a small, eh, sort of oddities thing that we do with uh, Fearscape um, Haunted Attraction, which is in the, the basement of one of our warehouses um, and is owned by uh, one of our awesome employees, John, up in Elwood. Um, you might see him in the back in the eBay area. Oh, my hair is terrible. Um, and. Uh, uh, but yeah, so you can go to that and check it out. Um, I will be over in Beaver at the uh, BC3 Dome for Library Con from noon to three. Um, so come see me if you want to do that instead. Uh, and then don't forget we have um, an Ethan Sachs signing coming at the end of the month on the 28th, last Saturday of October, uh, for his Haunted Girl book, which I'm going to review here shortly. Um, I think that's it so far. So, um, also don't forget all the pops at Pittsburgh Mills are three for thirty if they're eleven ninety nine price right now, um, yep. and we have a ton of them. So yep. come and get your fill. Yep. Okay. For all so those pop completists, right? So, uh, as Justin said, we are now back from uh, New York Comic Con. It was awesome. Thank you to Joe and Jen for, and all the guys at Awesome Minis um, for letting us be part of your crew and helping out. Um, we hope that we did not fail you. <laughs> I don't think that, that that is an option. But um, we, said we are welcome to come back. So I, I'm cool with it. I also like to sound dumb for my wife. She thoroughly enjoyed herself. Uh, she couldn't stop talking about it all day yesterday, all her friends and everything. So she was super happy about that. Yeah. Yeah, I see you're wearing your New York Comic Con shirt. Yes. Yeah. Exclusive Captain America shirt that they have. I did not buy a shirt this year because they didn't buy have, have any uh, baseball tees. So <laughs> should have gotten the uh, pretty much what I'm buying at this point. Should have got mm-hmm. the Halloween one. That'd have been good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not My a big Halloween is... guy. Like I like horror mm-hmm. stuff, but I'm not like a big like I'm not gonna decorate my house. I'm not gonna 
do all kinds of crazy shit. I do have a Skeletor that I can hang on my my, my uh, door, though, for the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, so we got up there Wednesday night, uh, showed Justin around the convention center. We went to dinner at this awesome Thai place. Um, took the train in, which was cool. Um, and then, uh, Thursday was, was go. And it was, it was awesome. Um, we got to hang out with some of our, uh, while, while we were mostly busy at the booth, uh, we did get to hang out with some of our awesome friends like, uh, Dave Wacker and, uh, uh, Sung and, um, Maria Wolf. Uh, which I bought a Maria Wolf um, foil Transformers one cover. Um, so I bought one for me, one for Chip, and then I bought an extra one that we're going to be using as a part of the art auction at the convention this year. So it's off to be graded. Um, we'll let you know when it comes back what it falls under. Um, and I got my sketch back that uh she did for me that I had dropped off with her at our show in 2022. So this is what I got back. Oh, um as you guys know I love great like Avengers and to get a doorman sketch was awesome. And it's it's super good. Um Tim Cope who sometimes comes on as well uh, he got his Colossus back. It is also double-sided and crazy good. And I can't thank Maria enough for doing that. Um, she's awesome. And, uh, you know, uh, we we appreciate her. And we'll see her late, uh, in June next year. <laughs> Preview of announcement. <laughs> uh, another cool thing that I got signed was this. Um, from the Kill audiobook from Evil Inc. Uh, it's a vinyl Claudio figure with a double neck guitar, and Claudio signed it, which was awesome. If you've never read Kill Audio, you should. It is um, it is really good. It is really awkwardly crazy, but it's if you're into music um, and comic books, it is a beautiful blend of both of those things. Um, as a Coheed fan. I'm huge uh, into into that. Uh, it was it was big for me. It's very very big. For me. Uh, my other pickups, though, other than that, like, um, I didn't even take anything to get signed. I just picked up some cool stuff. So I picked up Immortal Ascension from Alien Books because uh, it looked pretty cool. Because uh, I, I also wanted to check out the new format that. Um, Valiant is going to do because they're going to do them in these prestige formats. I picked up Sunshine Patriots by Howard Shakin, which was a book put out on Alien, um, which is now the new the new Valiant. Uh, and then I got a, an awesome, super shiny Exo Unconquered number one. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, you know I like this book a lot, um, even though I'm not a big fan of Liam Sharp's art. Um, it fits this book really well, and that's why I liked it. So um, that was cool. 
And uh, that's pretty much my haul from it. And um, oh, I got to meet Erica Fett, who's a cosplayer and um, podcaster uh, out of Columbus. She does Camp Cryptid, um, which I forgot to mention that, uh, like, if you guys want to know the Pennsylvania Cryptid, because every state has a cryptid, like West Virginia's Mothman, the PA Cryptid is the Squonk. So if you don't know what a Squonk looks like, um, I'll, I'll try to find one while Justin gives his side of the story. But I got to say I had like Matt Klein, a couple other people. Like it was, it was a good time. Justin Jordan was there. Um, you know, we saw some, and just walking around, we saw like American gladiators hanging out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The cult, Bobby Lynn was the... stupid. But... Hey, it's... oh, Demetrios over at Black Box. Gonna shout out to him too because he was awesome. Chris. Uh, Chris Roop, who is at the, the Alex Ross and Wilson Kevich booth. Um, uh, Lauren, um, who is uh, selling his wares just down the down the hall from us. Um, and yeah, that was pretty much it. Like it was overall, like it was busy. We were really busy, but um, the, and the show was very very packed. But you know, as I've seen in the shows across this year, the shift toward anime and manga is a real thing. <laughs> like it is, it is pushing that way a little more. So again, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, oh, so I, I'm, also, I didn't say it's a bad thing. I just yeah. said the push is there. I know a lot of, I know a lot of comic guys are afraid, and they're like, "Well, I don't understand the blue single blah blah." I'm like, it's it's comic book. It's just Far East version of comic books. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It's a different country. You go around and we have people who want, oh, I want my foreign version of 181, this, that, and the other. Yeah, that's cool. And I, I get that too, too, but I'm wondering what comic books are for when we were kids. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just this generation. And I have no issue with that. I enjoy anime. That's I'd rather watch anime than current event stuff right now. Holy crap. Yeah. But, I uh, mean, Dragon Ball is legitimately like the comic versions, the, the, the manga versions are as old as I am. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Dragon Ball Z, what? We were watching that stuff when we were still in high school. Well, Dragon <laughs> Ball, I was watching in grade school. Like, yeah. Because like, it was on on Sundays and then that finished and then Z started when I was like in late high school. So yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, I get it. They, there is the transition and it, it is what it is. Guys like us right. in the business adjust a little bit and that's not an issue. There are a lot of people, there are a lot of people who do both. They'll do manga and comics. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with that. Um, what is it? I had, what, I got this shirt. Uh, Joe helped me get, uh, procure a, is the seal, it's, uh, the, the special edition Funko for Captain America. Uh, it comes with a coin, uh, Funko Pop. It's, it's the old, old, the original mold. So it's not like, a newer mold. It's the original mold. Um, and it's 
get a like the certificate card things. Uh, it's very, it's very, very nicely presentable. And I'm sorry if I sound congested. I my allergies hit like the day we came back. Uh, no, no, they hit on the way back. <laughs> yeah, literally on the way back. Yeah. I look over and Justin's got like tissues up his nose, and I'm just like, no, oh, I know that feeling. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> but you know, hey, I'd rather be sick after, like, have that after the con blow snot on people at the con. That's that's awful. Right. Uh, I did get the Dan Housing Batman cover, uh, just the regular cover. I didn't want the funeral, um, but it, that was awesome. Uh, you know, I got my. I got a couple books signed. Uh, Peach, I got uh, Peach Momoka's signature of one of my books. Um, I didn't get all the signatures I was hoping for, but then again, like you said, we were busy. Yeah. I think I got a half hour after Thursday to go <laughs> meander around, and that was a half hour was not enough. So, <laughs> yeah, most of our day that we got to walk around was on Thursday because. We didn't have to reload stuff yet, so we got to go down to Artist Alley and see some people there. And uh, oh, and we saw like Russ Braun and a couple other people too. Like it was, it was a good time, man. Like it was, it was like a, a mini family reunion every time we go to the con. I love it. So, um, everybody, I think we're starting to get that reputation of we're the guys from Pittsburgh. Like they all, they know you because you talk to them constantly. I'm your shadow with the blue mohawk, and that's what's how they know you. <laughs> That's a that's a fair description. And that's my it's going to be my trademark now. I'm gonna to have to trademark this somehow. Right. I'm telling you, man, I can't wait till because uh, the guys from Harrisburg bring their Justin up with the blue mohawk so that you guys can the battle have the unicorn style. It's gonna be great. The battle bears. <laughs> it's be awesome. So cool. All right. Well, overall New York was great. A lot of fun. Um, like I said, we didn't get to really shop and buy some stuff because we were so busy. We'd love to. Uh, but maybe next year we'll get to do it. Yeah. Um, but again, thanks, now, Joe and Jen. Thank you for that. So. Yeah. Uh, they did have announcements there. Like, what? CBCS a- came out with their new labels. Um, yep. They, I like the fact to be a new imprint. Um, yeah. I like that they're bigger font. The numbers look a little bit stretchy for me, but that's my graphic artist see, eye. I, I like them because from a distance, you're going to be able to read it better because there's more yeah. distance between the, the numbers. So unlike a CGC one, you're going to be able to see them. It'll be wider. Um, you know, let me see if I can find it in my email. I like the fact that if you get like a nine nine or a ten, they do like a gold foil on the the lettering and the numbering, which is that's cool. And I think if you do have a ten or a nine nine, you should get something special like that. So I like what they did there. I'm hearing a lot of positives for it. Uh, they're going to keep them like the same solid cases that they do have. 
which I'm happy that they're not going to change that. But uh, I overall, from what I heard about from people that were there um, over the net, that uh, it's overall a positive. Uh, you, of course, you have the CGC fanboys that are uh, a little bit more negative, but uh, yeah, because they're CGC fanboys, so whatever. Yeah, yeah, they they, <laughs> uh, um, they, they let you be, you know. Yeah, right. I was also <laughs> I was also sad and weirded out by how much whatnot stuff, whatnot booths and great different grading boosts and pressing boosts like every third one was was like a service like that and it was like this this is what's ruining the market please stop doing this Mm. but anyway uh so this is what they look like now this is the new um the new numbers like i said i like them because you can you can read them a little better from a distance they're not as thick and together as like the cgc one um, but I like the new label. I think it looks pretty good. I'm not really mad about it at all. So I like the change of the shield. I, I like the shield change a little bit. That looks a little nicer. Yeah, so. I do too. So, all right, all right. Now that we've talked about New York a lot, let's talk some comics. So. Weirdly, we didn't get to read a single fucking book while we were up there. Imagine that. <laughs> I took, Imagine I took like, I'm not even kidding. I probably took like 20 books with me to read, but we didn't have a single moment to do it. I could have done, I guess, on the train, but yeah, eh. you're too busy watching. <laughs> that's, it, it, I, that's the cool thing about New York is you get to people watch a lot. Yeah, and you're you're just enjoying the experience. <laughs> I know people watching is a good time. So, all right, my first book is Jake Eric, The Flash, Numero Uno. Um, so this book is by Jeremy Adams and Diego Olortigi. Um, and it's it's a lot of fun. So it starts out in the past where Flash, Jay Garrick, Flash is running with Boom. Um, who's Judy Garrick. You find out later that that's his daughter. Um, they go to save Judy, Jay's wife. Um, an explosion happens. Um, Jay gets kind of caught behind because he has to stop a dam from bursting. <clears throat> he gets, um, he gets to Judy, or he gets to Judy and he's like, or he gets to Joan and it's like, where's Judy? And she's like, who's Judy? And, uh, or she says, where's Judy? And he's like, who's Judy? And he's like, our daughter. Um, and he's like, you must have hit your head hard. We don't have a daughter. So in the present, Judy shows up at their house, except it's 60 years later. So uh, she's still young, and they're like in their 80s um, at this point. She had to be, oh, 16, probably. Um, so she's like, oh man, Bart's like, because Bart's been staying in her room, it's like all trash. Um, and she sees like the picture of all the other flashes and she's like, what? How many speedsters are there? So, um, 
you know, they kind of have to have the talk of like, hey, don't just don't just run out and try to save people. Like the world has changed. We want to make sure you're safe. We don't want to lose you again. Um, that kind of thing. And then she's like, well, what happened to Doctor Doctor Elemental? Um, Elemental? Yeah. And he's like, who's Doctor Elemental? And here, whatever he did in the past is what made that um, that explosion happen. And everyone forgot about him as well. But she knows who he is. Uh, we're just haven't quite found that out yet. Um, so it's it's very good. Uh, it was a good read. It was fun. It was exciting. It was very fast. <laughs> um so i i definitely give this like well let's see it's a flashbook so i gotta do uh i'm gonna give it um two two breakfast burritos and a hash brown and the coffee um through the drive-thru <laughs> with hot picante um yeah it was it was good. It was fast. It was fun. Like I liked it. Um, I'm I'm really curious to see where it goes. And the way so so the boom, Judy's character is one of the ones from the um, Star Girl Lost Children book. So um, like they found found her and and brought her back. And that's where some of these these characters are coming from, which is good. Uh, but I really liked it. Like if you like Jay Garrick, like it's a good. Jay Garrick style book. It's a good flash book. Um, the art's good. Story's good. And it was a fun read. So make sure you check that out. Oh, yeah. I want to preface with I read more books than Justin this week. So I'm going to talk about four books. He's going to talk about two. Look, you get to talk about a book. All right. <clears throat> Ninja Turtles vs. Street Fighter, number four. Um, like I said, this series. <laughs> Why they didn't think of this years ago is beyond. This is by far one of the most fun reads in a while, especially two classic, uh, dare I say, iconic uh, franchises at this point. Uh, <clears throat> so we're back into was it the Shredder gets unleashed? He's raising all kinds of hell through this. Um, meanwhile, uh, Bison throws Wrath in a containment unit because he still wants to get his, uh, power. Uh, Chung Lee, who was helped set free by Wrath, runs into Guile and Mikey, and of course, Mikey does a Mikey thing by giving her a big hug, and they kind of, him and Chung Lee blush. It's kind of a cute little moment there. Uh, we got Stockman, and he is trying to escape. Runs into what? This is Ken, Donnie, Jenica, Leonardo, and Ryan. And they're trying to find out what's going on with this bomb. And 
where they're going to send it off. So they grab stock news and they're trying to figure out how to disarm this. Uh, it's just kind of, it's very active packed. So I'm trying to make sure I don't miss too, too much. Uh, the shredder is beating the crap out of M. Bison's forces. Uh, then he sees the turtles and like, oh, this is all you. And they're like, no, he's not. It's, you know, it's Stockman. You know. And of course, Shredder's Shredder, he doesn't care. Uh, was it Mikey, chung and Guile are setting free all the fighters that were captured by Bison. I guess he suddenly opens one and uh, for those who don't know who Pete is, Pete is uh, one of the mutants. Uh, he is a basically a pigeon. Uh, and he gives Mikey a big uh, a hug and he's like, Mikey, Mikey, I miss you. And <laughs> again, kind of a goofy moment. Like, there's a lot of goofy moments in this action and in, in between the action, which is great. Um, the shredder is pretty much just beating up on everybody. Uh, he, he defeats Ryu, Jenica, and Leonardo. Uh, Ken and Donnie try to disrupt the missile or the bomb. Uh, but Ken accidentally triggers the bomb. And I guess the bomb is going off in Manhattan, which is making, which, uh, Stockton didn't know about. And it kind of ends at that point, uh, where basically, uh, Bison is going to have his way with this. It's, it's solid. Um, it's an awesome book. This is easily two eggs, two scrambled eggs with some cheese on it, some uh, crunchy bacon, well done bacon. Um, Ooh, crunchy bacon. Crunchy bacon. Uh, it could be some uh, hash browns with this too. Uh, like I said, overall, I'm loving this series. I need WD to do more of this kind of thing. And the, the art is good to be. All these different covers that they have for this are great. There's a couple of the retailers for Daniel Warren uh, Johnson did. Uh, we don't have any, unfortunately, so I probably won't get that. But I did get the cover C. Uh, I do like the ones where it's more Street Fighter video game version. So it's basically Donnie doing an uppercut on Ken. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of fun. I was like, oh, I like oh, that. Oh, you can. Oh, you yep. can. <laughs> yep. Sorry, my grade school came back. So. All right. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. My next book, Green Lantern 4. Um, well, this book picks up where the last one left off. Nestor wants Hal Jordan's ring. 
um, to try to get back to Kogard. Uh, and he, you know, sets off a bomb, so Green Lantern has Barry help him out. Um, you know, they go to Ferris Air and use Barry's uh, CSI background to help figure out what's going on. They run into Carol. Then Barry's like, why aren't you with her? Um, and they go and fight the Weather Wizard. Um, it, it, it was a very fast kind of two-thirds of the book um, being um, Green Lantern and Flash, which was awesome to see those two back together. Um, but the, the, the weirder one with the backstory... Um, the backer story is a kid on um, uh, the planet of Zila, and he's like obsessed with Sinestro so much that he like paints the Sinestro mustache on his face. Um, and he goes off and he tries to get people to fear him and tries to stop this, this kind of like drug deal thing going on, but the credits get all fucked up. Um, and, like, his caretaker guy is like, you're never gonna be Sinestro, so you should stop. So the kid's like, I'll show you all. I'm gonna go get his blood, and I'm gonna show everybody that I am the son of Sal Sinestro. So that part made it a little more interesting than normal. Um... So, um, I'm going to give this book uh, two eggs sunny side up with toast and some, uh, yeah, we'll give it some bacon, but not super crunchy bacon, just bacon. So, oh, my next book, <laughs> I guess, is She-Hulk number one, Sensational She-Hulk one. Um, this book also kind of picks up where the other one left off, where She-Hulk is still dating Jack Parts. She's still working at the lawyer's office. Um, and, uh, she goes into work, and there's, um, uh, Carcass and Ransack, the two deviants that, Carcass is the deviant that is so ugly that the other deviants rejected him, and Ransack is the deviant that is so handsome that the deviants rejected him. So they're talking to her about helping, they, they got evicted, and she's like, well, I can check your release, and they um, they had a whole bunch of stuff, but they were like, where else would we go? So it was a very interesting way to, like, interesting moment in the office for her that I thought was cool. Uh, and then they went on to their punch club where Titania brings her husband who is the absorbing man to punch club and the thing is like having a fit. She's like, we never said you could do that. Blah, blah. And uh, then Jack of Hearts shows up to punch club and absorbing man and punch club have a, have a little fight. Um, it works out pretty well. Um, absorbing man leaves and then um, Jack of Hearts is like, did I fuck that up? And she's like, no. Um, but at the end of it, like, She-Hulk's walking back to the apartment, and 
Hulk is in an alleyway and um, the Hulk just says to her, what do you want from me? And that's where that first part ends. And then there's a backer story, which was pretty fun, where um, a intern comes with her uh, and she's like, here's a helmet, here's a bulletproof vest, like, like, just watch what you're doing, take notes, stay safe. And she stops these people from, uh, like, trafficking uh, underground pumpkin bombs. And uh, at the end of it, when she's all done, um, he's like, yeah, uh, I was supposed to shadow the lawyer part, not the superhero part. And she's like, oh, my bad. I must have mixed up my appointments. And then this girl starts running down the street going, uh, hi, She-Hulk, sorry I'm late, I'm ready to superhero. So it was this really funny little little thing. Um, uh, it was cool to see um, a Secret Wars Battle World ad in there for, for uh, Pat Olaf, which was awesome. Um, and the other one that I thought was interesting, I just was like, did you really not think about the title of this? Is Spider-Gwen 1 Smash. <laughs> there it is now you get it so <laughs> i'm just like that's not a great that i mean it's a great title but that wasn't really thought through great the, the, the optics are bad we'll put it that yeah way. yeah the like not not super good so um all right so this book deserves a hulk-sized breakfast so we're gonna go with a double western omelet with French toast and a giant, an, an entire pitcher of orange juice. That is the, uh, the like, I really like this book. I thought it was a lot of fun. If you like the last run, it, it's very similar because it's the same writing team. Um, actually, I think it's the same team all over. Um, but it's very good. Uh, if you like the show, it's kind of got that kind of vibe where it's like a little bit of lawyer, a little bit of superhero all mixed together, very fourth wall breaky. Um, it's a good time. I like it a lot. So, boom. One Hulk boom. to the other. There we go. Uh, Incredible Hulk number five. Um, let's see. It's been a while since we left off here. Um, basically, the... I'm going to say Charney is the pronunciation of her name. Charney is being dragged by this creature that has the appendages of souls of the Pinky Minus Faker. Uh, while that is happening, their, uh, Hulk, Manson, and Bruce are talking in the nexus of reality. And of course, Hulk is being stubborn, going right now. This is like man thing, and I need your help. You know, the the usual give and take between Bruce and Hulk. Um, but I think the the nice thing about this is it's getting deeper into the uh, psyche of Bruce and Hulk than ever before. Uh, where people are just like, oh, he doesn't know he's doing this, or they don't. Bruce is now like going, I was there for all these events, 
but I was just in the back, you know, type deal. And again, Hulk is just like, leave me alone, the usual, leave me alone. Uh, until they're like, well, this creature's going to kill Charlie if you don't help us out, which they're not lying. So Manson and Hulk pretty much just ripped this thing apart uh, very spectacularly. Um, so after this is, of course, the uh, the thing is talking to one of the appendages going, she's coming, she wants you, like, see the Hulk and stuff, but, you know, you know, uh, she's crying, of course, Charlie is crying because the appendage is a childhood friend, she's like, I'm sorry you had to die again, blah, 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 uh, Hulk transforms back into Bruce, and, uh, Betty appears. Um, at first they thought this was part of the creature, uh, it was not, it was actually Betty because she transforms into, uh, the red, uh, red hulk with wings, uh, and then she says, I guess she's being the messenger for the eldest, um, we say that she wants hulk, they're offering a deal to Bruce, going, if you bring Hulk to us, we will separate you two, you know, to fix things. Uh, it pretty much just kind of ends there. Uh, the book also has a separate story with uh, the new Power Man and his who battles the Hulk and stuff. Uh, it's, it's a nice little story. Uh, I I was cool with this book for the most part. My only issue is the art is a little less obscure than I would prefer. Like the the detail, the line details and stuff are not where I prefer like the lines and the art. Uh, but again, that is a personal preference. It is nothing against the artist or whoever likes that type of art. It's just my personal preference. Uh, I'll give this, <clears throat> I'll give this a solid two scrambled eggs. Uh, I'll do, I'll do, uh, four strips of bacon with a couple of sausage patties. It's a very meaty, you know, you're getting a lot of in-depth story writing on this. I wouldn't go any further than that as far as, you know, like I said, the art's not for my taste. So I have to take Dr. Little points just for my own personal thing. Uh, but I, I, I'm enjoying where this is going. I like the new team that they have a sound to you. Uh, Johnson. Philip Kennedy Johnson is doing a really nice job for their, uh, the writing. Uh, but the, uh, 
like I said, the artist is not to my taste. This it, it reminds me very much of uh, Mike Mignola, like mm-hmm. very Hellboy-ish, uh, which I'm cool with Hellboy like this, but maybe not so much Hulk. But uh, again, just a personal thing on mine. And on but uh, in, in general, good good series so far. Yeah, I haven't caught up on them. I still have them to read. All right, my last book, <coughs> which is the book that Ethan Sachs is coming to do a signing for. Oh, excuse me. So uh, this is written by Ethan Sachs, his daughter Naomi, um, and drawn by Marco uh, Lorenzana. Um, so preface to this book, um, it is about mental illness, sort of. Um, the, so his, his daughter, Naomi, when she was younger, um, like had, had some mental illness issues to the point where, uh, it alludes that she, she attempted suicide. Um, so while he was in the hospital waiting for, to see what was going on with her, he had written a line from this that sparked the whole book and then she helped him write it to give it a little more authentic um, vibe and it is really really personal it is very good you you can really feel um, the vibe in this book so um, it starts out where um in Japan, um, a kid is there and picks up the shiny little ball and sees some kind of demon and just says, like, oh, this is, this is pretty, um, so beautiful, or something like that. And then um, fast forwards 15 years to a um, girl in a mental hospital who sees... Um, basically like a a dead person standing beside them um, freaks out. The nurse says, like, what's going on? Um, And here um, in the hospital, a couple, like in a different section of the hospital, some, a lady dies on the table at the same time. So that's more of her ghost. Like she's seeing a ghost. Um, She gets a visitor. It's her dad who brought her a birthday cake, and he misspells happy because he ran out of room, so it only has one P. So there's a little conversation about that. And they have to eat it with paper spoons, which is real bizarre, but whatever. Um, so they give the... Uh, they let The daughter is leaving to go to school, back to high school, and she goes back to high school, and everybody kind of treats her in different ways. Like, the teachers are like, hey, we hope you're okay. Uh, good to see you back. Um... There's like one or two classmates that are like, hey, good to see you back. And then there's some people who are like, um, I can't believe they let you out. I, can't, I would never have returned to school. Um, and she just kind of has a hard day at school, has her dad pick her up, um, takes her home. And then at like, um, like at two o'clock in the morning, she sees a giant weird spider creature on the roof or on her ceiling. 
freaks out, goes in the bathroom. Her dad's like, what's going on? Like, I don't understand. You, you like, you know, everything will get better. Just, you know, we'll get through this. Um, and he was like, I just want to make sure you're not, like, you know, you can't find your pills because I locked them up now. And she's like, you're not even listening to me. Like, that's not what you, like, do you think that that's just what this is? So he breaks into the, the bathroom and she had left. Um, so he calls Japan and uh, the old lady, like an old lady picks up and just says, it has begun. And he says, can you just talk a little less creepy? I called to tell you. And they go, I know she has started seeing things. You were told this would happen when she reached the age. And he just says, tell me what to do to keep her safe. And um, says, that's beyond our control now. So then you see the girl at the beach standing on a cliff. And she says, what am I supposed to do now? And this, I will only assume what is a supernatural godlike demon. Um, says, if you were done feeling sorry for yourself, um, you were being called to a higher or a sacred duty. The fate of all life is in your hands. So it's, so she runs off screaming, jacks up her knees, says, where, does, where did she go? Um, and then picks up the same, uh, a little, a little, like, jewel ball thing. It's so beautiful. So, um, you know, it's, it, uh, it's very cool, like, the way the book turned out. Um, and if you are, if you have anyone who has dealt with mental illness, like, you will know right away, like, how close this is to legit vibes. Um, so I'm giving this book. Oh man, I'm gonna give it a mushroom and Swiss omelet um, with with sausage, um, sausage in it, not sausage on the side. Um, three strips of almost crispy bacon and a cup of coffee. Uh, I really like this book a lot. The art is fantastic. The writing is great. Um, I'm really curious to see where it goes. Goes, excuse me. Still trying to wake up. My bad. Speaking of coffee. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, um, I'm really excited to bring, bring the book to see him at the signing and talk to him a little bit about it. And, you know, as, as someone who is, um, both lost someone through mental health issues and has helped people through mental health issues. Um, this book really hits, hits a note for me. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, check it out. It's a haunted girl from image. Uh, number one is out now and Ethan will be at the waterfront on the 28th from 1130 AM to 2 30 PM. Um, a very short window. He's doing a flight thing. So, um, and he also is writing currently Star Wars Bounty Hunters. Um, he's done a lot of other work for Marvel too. So make sure you check him out. So, uh, all right. That's all I got for, for books. Um, we're right about on time where I need to be too. So cool. Um, oh, sorry. Ugh. Sorry guys. I got to drive to Virginia and go pick up the time order stuff. Well, 
like you said, we we were so busy last week. Uh, we're still recovering. We'll we'll hold off on the Loki stuff for next week. So that way, yeah. For now. Cool. All right, guys. See everybody next week, and uh, that's pretty much all we got. Go uh, go support your local shop. Go out to the warehouse sale for the last day. Um, check out Beer Fest. Um, you know, check out the the Ethan signing. It's gonna be a crazy month. Um, and you know, go buy go buy some pops from us because God knows we need you too. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How much you can buy off of it. Right. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks a lot. We'll catch you next week.